Hey, I'm Savannah, and today it's just me. So this is my solo episode. So today I'm here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today I'm giving a pregnancy update. So welcome to the show. If this is your first time here, this is an unusual episode. Normally, I do this podcast with my husband, Audie, and today he was not able to record because he just had a super full, busy day. And so I said, the show must go on. No, I'm just kidding. But we just decided that this would be a good opportunity for me to spread my wings and record a solo episode talking about the pregnancy thus far. So that's what is on the agenda for today. This feels really weird. It was very strange like starting the episode because normally we are talking to each other and now I'm just talking to an empty room. So it feels strange. But I'm not really talking to an empty room. I'm talking to you. So thank you for being here. So this episode might be a little bit shorter than normal. I don't know. You know. But I am just going to be giving an update on the pregnancy. If you missed it, two weeks ago, we talked on the podcast about finding out we were pregnant. And I gave kind of a brief update of everything that had happened in the last like seven months. But this is going to be a little bit more in depth. And yeah, so we have just had a super busy week this week. I am just going to go ahead and get into it. I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty as as a wise man usually says. So let's get down to it. Okay, so as you know, I'm not going to rehash everything we talked about two weeks ago, but we found out in January, on January 16th, we found out that I'm pregnant. That was after two years of infertility that included six months of fertility treatments, and I did not get pregnant during the fertility treatments. And then in January, I found out that I was pregnant. So I'm just going to break this down a little bit, trimester by trimester. I am now, as of this recording, 30 weeks pregnant. So I'm in my third trimester, 10 weeks left to go, give or take, with the pregnancy, and it has flown by. First of all, I'll just say that it has flown by so fast. It feels like we just found out yesterday, but um, I'm going to break this down a little bit by each trimester and probably also jump around a little bit because that's just, I don't know, that's just probably how it's going to go. I don't have any notes or anything that I'm working off of here, although I do have a few notes that I was taking at the beginning of the pregnancy on some of the symptoms I was having, so I might refer to those. But for the most part, this is just off the cuff of me just reflecting on the pregnancy thus far. So let's start from the beginning. I talked about how the day after finding out that I wanted to go and have the pregnancy confirmed by a doctor, and so I went to an urgent care. And cute little side note here, Uh, When we were just in Monterey for my birthday trip, I was like, oh, that's the the urgent care called Doctors on Duty in Monterey that I went to to find out, like to confirm that I was pregnant. And so we were like, oh, we should take a picture there 
of, you know, me now in my third trimester with the baby bump in front of doctors on duty. So we did that and I took, we took a little picture of me with the baby in front of doctors on duty. And I think I'm just going to put it in the baby's baby book. And I almost just said he or she, which I know we haven't talked about that yet. So um, I'll have to (laughs) be careful not to say that, but I will wait until Adi's here for us to talk about um, the gender. So anyway, so the day after I found out I was pregnant, see, I've already gone off on a rabbit trail, but the day after I found out I was pregnant, I went and had it confirmed. Like I said last time, they just did a urine test, but it just was very reassuring to have somebody tell me, yes, you are pregnant. This is your estimated due date based on your last period. That was pretty much it. That was all that they kind of sent me away with, but it was still just a little bit, a tiny bit of reassurance. So in the first days and weeks, it was very, I was so excited, but I was also, it was just so unnerving because I just felt like it was too good to be true. I kept just thinking it it was very difficult to, I think for both of us, I think it was really difficult to actually think about September and to think like our baby is actually going to be born in September and we're going to have a baby outside of the womb here with us, living with us. And it was very hard to imagine that because I think both of us just didn't want to get our hopes up too much. And we were both, especially me, I was just very fearful that something was going to go wrong especially in those first few weeks, you know, we would kind of, I just think about it more in terms of like, hopefully the baby is going to be born and like, we could have a baby, you know, outside of the womb in September. And it was just very hard to actually picture that as a reality for quite a while, for maybe most of the first trimester, that was just very difficult. And I think I was like, kind of guarding myself against really picturing that and thinking about that because it just was I was just very fearful that something was going to go wrong so the beginning of the pregnancy was just a little bit filled with that kind of trepidation I think and I do think that infertility played a big role in that like we talked about last time I'm extremely grateful to have never experienced a miscarriage and my heart just really goes out to people who have. For me, it was just the years of infertility just made it seem like, okay, well, that was so hard. So what makes me think that now this part is going to just be easy? Or I don't know, it just made me think like that maybe, you know, was there something wrong with my body because it was so difficult for me to get pregnant that it wasn't, that I wasn't going to be able to sustain the baby. And so, yeah, so all of that I also think just like normal, typical first time pregnant mom fears were there as well. And I think that that's just a kind of natural part of it. So yes, so I think for for quite a while, there was just kind of this feeling of like, this seems a little bit too good to be true. And I am very happy, but I'm also scared to be happy. And um, I feel like I've repeated that a lot, but basically that was kind of the big sort of overarching feeling of the first trimester was just happiness mixed with some fear. So let's talk about some pregnancy symptoms that I experienced. I think this, I don't know, I think this can be interesting for people. I found it interesting to hear what other people experienced in the first trimester and just see like, there's just such a broad 
range of experiences that people can have in pregnancy. Well, the one thing that I will say, looking back, that I did experience right before finding out, but I didn't realize that it was a pregnancy symptom, was just extreme emotions, like very, very extreme. And I already tend to be an emotional person, but that they were just very, very extreme emotions. And so looking back on that now, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, that makes a little more sense. But something I started experiencing right away, right after finding out was I started having burning calves while I was walking. And so I had been going on regular walks before finding out I was pregnant. And then I was continuing that. And within like a few days of finding out I was pregnant, just my calves started burning so badly when I was walking. And the walks were not any more intense or any more like they weren't any different than what I had been doing before. And yet I felt like I was walking up like the steepest mountain because of how bad my calves were burning. And then I also just started feeling a little bit less hungry than normal, a little bit out of breath when I was walking. And then a few weeks later, I started feeling like things kind of smelled gross and I would get kind of like random waves of nausea. Um, But I will say for my whole pregnancy, I have not had bad nausea at all. I have, I mean, I've had it here and there where I would like gag sometimes when I was like brushing my teeth or if I did smell something that was weird, but I did not experience the just like debilitating nausea that a lot of people do. So I am very grateful for that. I did experience nausea, especially in the first trimester, but it just, it was more kind of like triggered by weird smells or something like that. Brushing my teeth was kind of the biggest one, but For the most part, it was really not that bad. And then I just looked at my notes because I did not take that many notes, but I have a few. And apparently in week seven of my pregnancy, I had a dream about the baby. And in in the dream, the baby had a certain gender and that actually ended up being correct. So that's really funny because I'm looking at that now and I see that way back at week seven, the first dream that I had about the baby where um, it was either a boy or a girl, um, it actually ended up being true. So that's really crazy to see. Uh, Around week eight, I noted that I had some really vivid dreams. And I do remember that. I just started feeling like my dreams seemed super real. And there were some that were kind of like scary and traumatic. And they were just about random things, but I just remember feeling like my dreams were super, super vivid. And then I was also experiencing some, like, just feeling exhausted a lot during the first trimester. And then I will say that we did go to the emergency room twice during the first trimester. And the first time was very shortly after finding out. I think it was, like, a week or so after Yeah, I think it was like week five. So like a week after I found out, we did go to the emergency room because my feet were super swollen and I didn't know what was going on um, and it was just very strange. But I've also had swollen feet before, like when I'm not pregnant, but we just wanted to make sure everything was fine. And basically they just did an ultrasound. And at that point, at five weeks, they really couldn't tell me anything. They were just saying like everything could be fine or everything could not be fine based on this ultrasound. We just don't know. So that was not super reassuring, but they did other things like blood work and there was nothing 
drastically that they could tell that was wrong, we just kind of went on our way and tried to um, tried to reduce the swelling. Um, and it didn't stay forever, but it has. I have had swollen feet off and on for the whole pregnancy, which is not. I th- don't think it's super common. I think usually when you start getting swollen feet, it's later on in the pregnancy. So that was a little strange, but everything ended up being fine from that. And then we did go to the emergency room another time, and that was at week. Um, that was at week eight, and um, so at week eight, I had really really severe cramping in my lower abdomen, and I was very concerned. I was really convinced that something was wrong. So we went to the emergency room and it turned out that there was nothing wrong. And we, they did another ultrasound. And at that point they were able to see, I believe at that point they had already confirmed a heartbeat. And then at the emergency room trip, they had, they, you know, they could see it again and they said, oh yeah, everything looks okay. And we can see the heartbeat and all that. So that was very scary, but then very reassuring. Okay, and then basically from like week eight all the way till week 20, I don't really have any notes, so I'm just going off of memory here, but kind of moving into the second trimester at the beginning, I still had a little bit of the nausea, gagging, feeling, all of that, and then I honestly, I don't remember when this was. Well, let me think here. Sometime during the first trimester, maybe kind of towards the second half of it, I had my first kind of big comprehensive appointment with my OB. And at that time, my OB became concerned about both my blood sugar and my blood pressure. And I am not going to go into tons and tons of details about those things right now. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it in more depth later. Maybe not. But I wanted to bring it up because issues and complications in pregnancy, I think, can feel really, really isolating. And it can feel like Everybody else around me has these perfect, flawless pregnancies. And so why is mine difficult? Why am I having these issues? And I just wanted to share it because I think it can be helpful. I mean, everybody can choose to share whatever parts of their story they want to. And obviously nobody's under any obligation to share if they don't feel comfortable. But I just wanted to talk about these things briefly because I feel like knowing that other people that I know have gone through the same thing is so reassuring to me. And so hopefully if somebody else has gone through this or goes through this in the future or whatever, it might be helpful to know that I also experienced this. So basically blood pressure and blood sugar had been, had been like a borderline issue pre-pregnancy. And so my doctor was concerned about it going into pregnancy and my blood pressure and my blood sugar were a little bit high at that first appointment. So so those two things have been something that have been kind of a very big focus of this whole pregnancy since that first appointment towards the middle or end of my first trimester all the way until now, continuing through the whole pregnancy. So just like I said, I'm not going to go into tons of details, but just tracking, you know, tracking those things at home, taking my blood sugar, taking my blood pressure and my blood sugar at home, keeping logs of them, dealing with medication, trying to figure out medication, making choices about that. All of that has been a really big part of this pregnancy for me. 
and it has been something that has caused a lot of stress and a lot of fear and it's something that has gotten easier and better over time over these last several months but it is something that has been difficult so my point in sharing that is just because I know that other people go through this as well and it can just be helpful to hear like oh yeah I'm not the only one who was diagnosed with gestational diabetes or I'm not the only one who had high blood pressure during pregnancy and had to go on medication and blah 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 because it can just be a difficult thing and it just feels like everybody else like nobody else deals with this but people do so anyway so I just wanted to mention that because that started very early on in the pregnancy so moving on now to the second trimester which starts around week 16 I believe and so going into the second trimester I still had a little bit of the nausea gagging occasionally but still not very bad I started at one point I don't even remember when exactly this was but I started having this weird if I was sitting down for an extended period of time, when I stood up, my lower abdomen, like the uterus area, felt so sore to where I could barely walk. Like I couldn't even take a few steps until I had like stood up for a minute and stretched and like, I don't know, things got like loosened up again. And that was very frustrating and very like it was so painful and it was just a weird thing like it it wouldn't happen if I was it, it only happened if I was sitting for an extended period of time and sometimes it wasn't even that long and for yeah for a while like I said it was like I could I would stand up and I couldn't even walk and then it got better for a while and then it's kind of started to come back now in the third trimester but it's not as bad as it was for a while there it was like super bad for maybe like I don't know a month or two and then it kind of went away and now I do experience it sometimes but it's not as intense so yeah that was an interesting one that I was not prepared for it's just like that that intense pain and it's kind of hard to describe it was really weird for the most part the second trimester was really just filled with trying to figure out the just trying to kind of get a hold on the blood pressure the blood sugar, what are we doing with that? And like, what's the the path forward here? Like I said, for a long time, it, I was very just fearful and concerned and it that has kind of gotten better, but it hasn't gone away. Like I still do have those anxieties and fears and things sometimes. So that was pretty much the second trimester. So we had the anatomy scan, around oh we found out the gender at I want to say 18 weeks by a blood test and we just found that out over the phone I actually found out and then I told Adi and then at 20 weeks we had the 20 week anatomy scan anatomy ultrasound where they kind of look at everything all the measurements make sure everything looks good so having that go well was really reassuring and sort of later I would say like mid second trimester is when the that intense fear that something was going to go wrong um, really started to dissipate. I mean, I think each week that went by, it got better and better. But I think around mid second trimester or maybe early second trimester was when it really started to to go away. Um, yeah, I would say probably in the middle. In the middle of the second trimester was when that really started to go away. I think for both Audie and I, we started to feel a little bit more like, 
okay, it seems like things are going to be okay and that we are going to to get to um, meet this baby on the outside in the real world. So the anatomy ultrasound was super encouraging. And then, you know, just more doctor's appointments and all that. And then for the most part, there wasn't really anything new in the second trimester. Then now, just two weeks ago, I started the third trimester. And I would say the only new things now in the third trimester is that and I've heard this talked about that the hormonal side of things kind of comes back in the third trimester, similar to the first trimester. And like, it's, you know, it's not as much in the second trimester. And then the hormones, the intense hormones are kind of back in the third trimester. And I have for sure experienced that just anxiety, crying very easily over things, stuff like that. So that has been a very real experience for me so far, like just in the last few weeks, try to just remind myself like, it's okay. This is, <laughs> this is partly uh, just because something like physical is happening in my body that is making me feel this way. So I've been trying to kind of, <laughs> kind of cope with it that way, but it hasn't been, I mean, it hasn't been super crazy or intense. It's just sometimes I'm like, wait, why do I feel anxious right now? And, or why do I feel this way? But that's okay. You know, your feelings are your feelings and your hormone feelings are your hormone feelings. Oh, I was also going to say that I think I started, oh yeah. Yeah. I skipped a couple of um, big things that I I was going to say. I don't know exactly. I don't have like an exact time of when I started showing. It was kind of like Sometimes I was like, oh, I think that I can see a baby bump or maybe not. I definitely started feeling where like my stomach started feeling a lot harder, which is so interesting. And then I think around, I don't know, I think around like the beginning of May, which I don't know how many weeks that was, but uh, like two months ago, it was probably when I was like, oh yeah, I think I am actually starting to look pregnant. And now I definitely do. Around like 20 or 21 weeks was when I started to feel the baby move for the first time. And at first, and I've heard people say this before and I just couldn't really imagine what this felt like. But at first I wasn't positive if what I was feeling was movement or not. And so for a while I was like, I don't know, maybe not. And then eventually it became clear like, oh yeah, this is definitely movement. And now it's a lot more obvious, of course, as the baby is much bigger and I can tell, you know, little movements and like hiccups occasionally. I've only, I think, felt hiccups a couple of times, but lots of movements and kicks and, you know, squirming and all of that. It's been really cool to, to just feel like the progression of how it started out so small and now the movements are so big and so obvious. And Audie was able to feel the baby move for the first time at the end of June. So that was like around the end of the second trimester. So that kind of brings us up to real time. I don't know. Um, I feel like there's things that I am missing. Oh, another thing I wanted to talk about that was really fun, but also really overwhelming was choosing all of the baby things that we're going to need and things that we want for the baby. And so 
we created a baby registry and we actually used a universal registry, which we've never done before, which is where you can add things to this registry from any store, from like any online store. And that made it really convenient because we knew there were certain like specific things we wanted from specific brands. And so it was nice to be able to put everything onto one registry. But oh my goodness, choosing all of these different things was quite a task. It took a lot, it took a long time for us to like make choices about certain things like the stroller, the car seat, the diapers. So we decided that we're going to get cloth diapers and also with some backup disposal diapers, but choosing like the type of cloth diaper and the brand, the bottles, pacifiers, bedding, and then of course like clothes and things like that, the bath, like a baby bath, choosing, trying to choose like things we, uh, certain things we were thinking like, well, do we actually need this thing? You know, what's a need versus something that we want or something that maybe is great for some people, but we don't necessarily want it. So there were just so many choices to make, so much like research to do on different brands and things like that. So that was very fun, but it was a lot of work. And once we were done with the whole registry, we felt so relieved and like such a weight off of our shoulders because that was just something kind of looming for so long of thinking like, wow, we still have to make all of these choices. (laughs) And technically there's still like a couple of things that I have to decide on, but the big important things have been decided, which was just such a relief. Also just thinking about looking forward, um, we kind of were working back, we're working backward from like the due date and okay, potentially what if I were to get induced early and kind of working backward from there and thinking, okay, by this day, we need to have the car seat installed in the car by this day, we need to have the hospital bag packed and ready to go. So by this day, we need to make sure we have like this, this, and this purchased and just sort of like working backward from there and trying to figure all this out. And it's just amazing how quickly it's coming up. The fact that, you know, we're in July now, like halfway through July and um, I'm due at the, towards the end of September, but it could honestly be earlier than that. And so we just want to make sure that we're prepared. And so August, I think is going to be a very busy, but exciting month. So that's kind of just like looking forward at what else we have to do. So I'm just going to kind of conclude here by saying that I have experienced a lot of stress and anxiety and a lot of fear throughout this pregnancy and just feeling like I'm not sure if things are going to be okay. I'm not sure if I'm making the right decisions. So it's been challenging that in that way mentally and emotionally, but I'm also so grateful and I'm really, I'm really just in, in this, in kind of this last home stretch of the pregnancy, I'm really just trying to look at everything and just realize how, what a blessing and what a miracle it all is. And to be just so thankful and to just kind of rest in the peace of all of the things that have gone well. Um, I was talking to Audie the other day about just so many of the things that I thought were going to be really hard in pregnancy. Like some of those things haven't happened. But then there have been things that were very unexpected and difficult like the blood sugar and the blood pressure and other things. But just trying to look at like, oh, I actually thought that I was going to be experiencing all of these these difficult symptoms that I didn't have. And 
And just the fact that we're here, like realizing that today, as I'm recording this today, I turned 30 weeks pregnant. And I was just thinking back, like when I was four weeks pregnant, going to doctors on duty to confirm the pregnancy, there was so much a big, big part of me that didn't think that I would get here, that didn't think that <laughs> that our little family would like would be at this point. And I was so afraid that we were going to lose the baby at some point along the way. And so the fact that we are here at 30 weeks and just 10 weeks to go until we get to actually meet the baby in person, <laughs> um, you know, face to face is so incredible. And I'm really just trying mentally and emotionally to to lean into that and to be so grateful for God bringing us this far and for everything that he's given us throughout this pregnancy because there have been so many so many positive things and it is difficult to not get weighed down by the things that have been hard but there is so much for me to be thankful for and for us to be thankful for and that's just me encouraging myself. If it was an encouragement to you in any way, that's great and that's a bonus. But mostly I'm saying that for myself because it is a struggle, but I really I really mean that. Like I really am trying to to see those things and to focus on those things because it really is amazing. And like we talked about when we talked about the pregnancy, it really is a miracle. That is pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for being here on this solo episode. I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be completely unhinged without Audie here, but hopefully it was interesting. And yeah, just thank you for listening to another little piece of our story and for being here on the journey with us. So if you can relate in any way, I honestly would so so love to hear from you but that's pretty much it thank you so much and as mother Teresa says love is a fruit in season at all times and within reach of every hand see you next time and hopefully you'll come back next week where things will be back to normal with the polytho is not just the polytho. <laughs>